Bro. Hi, this is Justin Roberts, and you are listening to Three Count Thursday. Hope you enjoy it. A little bit of the bubbly. I did it for the rock. Give me what I want. Everyone has a price for the million dollar man. <laughs> it's about the 14 years it took me to go from undesirable to ungoddamn deniable. Three ain't enough now, I need five. Welcome in Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim, and intern Mark. They think they got the answers, I change the questions. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Three Count Thursday live here on Thursday, June the 4th, 2020. We're glad to be back with you. We are the podcast of the millennium. We got tons to talk about this week, including pay per view predictions, a real life work, and stars on the move. But make sure you head over to threecountthursday.com. That's our homepage. You can find our merchandise at whatamaneuver.net. What a new! Thank you, Tim. You can find all of our social media links, our YouTube channel. Uh, Matt's got a lot of great content up there with some uh, Mad Libs. So you want to head over to our YouTube page, tinyurl.com slash 3CT YouTube. Make sure you check out our home network, NGSC Sports at ngscsports.com. Also, we stream daily at liebsports.com. Ryan is not with us so that is l-e-e-i-b sports.com thank you tim for uh picking up the slack yeah uh ryan taking a week off he's uh he's he's taking a weekend uh down at uh, i think down at the beach uh hopefully he is uh social distancing at the beach as much as possible uh and we uh we hope you uh have a good weekend ryan we'll talk to you next week i did get his uh predictions for the um NXT takeover, so uh, I will not be without those, and uh, and we will uh, we'll get to those here in just a second. Um, yeah, let's. Uh, how you guys doing? Uh, intern Mark with us, Tim back with us here this week, and of course Matt. Matt, how you doing? No blinks. Um, fortunately, I'm pretty blessed on that, but there is a lot going on that that people should be speaking up and complaining about. So, um, you know, I'm I'm. Just trying to do what I can, which, you know, probably isn't much in the grand scheme of things, but every little bit that I can do, I will. Absolutely. 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 Tim, how are you doing this week, bud? Tim, I think you're muted. I can't hear you. I hard muted myself because I had a giant dog barking in the background. Oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, yeah, uh, kind of piggybacking off what Matt was saying, you know, uh, you know, with uh, things going on. Uh, life could always be a little bit better, but, uh, we do, we do what we must because we can, and, uh, we just gotta, gotta keep on and be better. 
across the board. Absolutely. Absolutely. We can absolutely do that. Uh, in turn, Mark, how you doing this week, buddy? I am great. I'm chugging along, living life and loving life. Um, yeah, I'm good. Real good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, we're glad you can be with us. Scotty joining us here in the live uh, in the live chat. If you are following along with us on the live video, give us a uh, like and share on the video. We'd appreciate that. And, How are you, Big Jim? Uh, I'm doing I'm doing OK. I'm doing all right. I mean, obviously, same thing as uh, as you guys said, it, it, it's been a um, you know, it, it, it's been a heavy week um, for, for everybody. Um, and, and I know um you know what whatever whatever you can do you know we can we can all be better um and uh you know i echo the sentiments of matt shirt tim your sign um obviously you know you know we put up the post uh, last night it's been more of a quiet week social media wise for us um and and i think it's it's it's, it's been a time of uh <clears throat> of self reflection and um you know and just and just looking at uh, everything and, and the world today. And, and I mean, it's, it, you know, the, the last couple of months have been hard on everybody. Um, and you know, I, I, like I saw a post today and I, I, or yesterday I saw a lot of people and, you know, a lot of people have said how like 2020 is, is like an awful year. 2020 is canceled. But, um, the, the idea behind the post is like, maybe this, maybe this is the year with everything that's gone on and everything that's currently going on. Maybe this is the year that things change and things actually change for the better and we all learn to be better and we all start treating each other better and we all start treating each other equally and things like that. Um, so maybe instead of 2020 being terrible, which is a, which is really an easy way to look at it when, with everything that's gone on um, since early March here in the U.S., but, you know, if, if you look at it from a different perspective, if we all start being better and we all start caring about each other and we all start treating each other as equals, as we all are equal, then, you know, maybe maybe this is the, maybe this year is the start of something better. And, you know, and, and I, I think that's that I think that's a good point of perspective that I, I hope that everybody can take out of this. That that we can that you know, the, what what's behind is behind, and if you start being better, and we start getting better, and we treat people better, you know maybe this this is a this is the year for that. All right, let's uh, let's jump into it, and and you know we're, we're, I don't think tonight's going to be a a two hour show. Um, Charlie says he can't stay long. Uh, you know, stay with us as long as you can, bud. We appreciate it. Um. Uh, we got a question here. When's where's the intern Mark ninety day fiance show? When is that being put? Did that get posted yet? Is that Sunday? Sunday. Oh, we got we're keeping the people waiting. So, yeah, Our... I, there's a there were two hours and thirty minutes for me. Oh, to go wow, we're doing some light editing, but that'll be up there. It's it's a good good show. I don't watch the show at all, and I was interested so. A hell of a job you did, Mark. Uh, you and Ariella and Gypsy. It was a lot of fun. Good stuff. Uh, Lou says it, it's uh, it's good to see Tim. It is good to see Tim. Um, and uh, we have a hello and good evening from California. So good evening uh, wherever you are. Uh, let's uh, let's jump into it here, guys. We got a we got a takeover this weekend, uh, and the uh, the vintage treatment that they're that they're giving this be- between merchandising. 
Oh, hold on. Merchandising, merchandising. <laughs> Between the merchandise, the uh, the video, the NXT page posted today with the old Raw theme, and uh, and the name itself, and and hopefully, I'm still holding out hope, um, either for the vintage set or something that you know, a modernized take on the original in your house set. I'm I'm still hoping. I'm, I might have missed it. Yes, because I I really. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to tell on myself. Okay. Uh haven't really watched any wrestling that's recent in the last like 6 weeks. Okay. But where is the NXT takeover going to be this weekend? Um well I I I don't know have they, they this is maybe a poor job by by me being the host of the show. Uh, has NXT been doing shows at the PC or have they been doing shows at Full Sail in the empty building? Oh no no no! That's not what I was asking. This was that was the use to sell. Oh, oh. NXT Takeover I'm is in your house. Oh man, I'm an idiot. I come am, on. I'm Everybody a, knows it's at the PC. Yeah, Who's no, I'm a fan? dumbass. I I can't. <laughs> and the worst part is I can't even find the dumbass sounder. Oh, here it is. Dumbass. Um, Thank you. <clears throat> that's me. All right, let's try that again. Let's rewind that. We're gonna take that back. Okay. Yeah, Tim, you, you have a question? I haven't watched wrestling in like six weeks. Uh huh. Uh, you know, trying times got a lot on my mind. Sure, sure. Uh, where is the NXT takeover gonna be this weekend? Oh, that would be in your house. All right. Yeah. Good. I can. Yes. I think I can make that one. Yes. I think I can make that one. Awesome. See, I knew I wouldn't miss the cue. Um, it is this Sunday on the award-winning WWE Network at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, so uh, and and now the the free network that has been long rumored has finally launched however i did see that they no longer offer the first month free upon new subscribers good yeah so you can watch it. you can watch a lot of content except for live and current pay-per-views so if you want those you got to pony up still 9.99 they haven't upped that that's fine uh they haven't upped that yet so um, but yeah, you can, if you, you can know, like what's, what's included then in, in the free version, is it just like the old stuff, old raws, old pay-per-views? I or? think it's raws, smackdowns, NXTs, and like the, the, um, other live content. So like table of threes there or table for threes there, ride along, uh, Ms. and Mrs. total Bellas, total divas, like that sort of stuff is okay. is on the network but i don't think there's any pay-per-views at all okay. i um I, I believe now again i don't i don't know because you know because i i don't i'd be curious i should actually like just create a, a separate free account just see what's on there. Uh, but like i i think there's a couple of wrestlemanias on there i think okay. if i remember seeing on the uh on the press release i know the press release said something about um like over fifteen thousand um pieces of content which i mean if you have old raws i mean that that's a lot that's a lot right there like that's over a thousand yeah so you know fifteen thousand sounds like a lot but if you have a season of you know a couple seasons of total divas and a couple of you know it's stuff adds up so um midnight heat episodes may yeah may i guess yeah if it's all old shows i mean you know i don't know if that goes back all the way through like the old superstars and the old like Tuesday night Titans and stuff like that. 
there's still a lot of old stuff that just still hasn't been added to the network yet. It, too. That's like, that's the unbelievable. That's what's, that's what's I am waiting for like the end run of primetime wrestling when it was a studio okay. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Vince and Heenan and Lord Alfred Hayes, where they kept trying the, the gimmick of trying to call the Hulk Hogan uh, WrestleMania hotline. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So that, that that's what, that's the craziest part about uh. Now that looks like Salad Works, Tim. Is that Salad Works? You know, we're trying to do better here. Hey. More, not just on a moral front, but also on a physical front. So your boy has got himself some salad. Good job, some man. Rabbit foods. Good. Good work. I've been uh, we've been eating a lot less uh, like meat. Like I know because like a couple of weeks ago there was like the the fear of like the meat shortage so we're like all right let's uh let's maybe adjust our uh our 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 eating habits a little bit so on the uh on the advice of matt we uh we dipped into the uh the beyond the beyond meat and we've done the burgers and the hot italian sausage and uh fantastic let me tell you and and they reheat i'm gonna say this and i agree uh this my wife said this and i agree with it uh, they reheat better than actual meat. I actually just had the hot Italian sausages tonight. So beyond meat, if you're looking for, you know, podcasts that you want to sponsor, we'd be happy yeah. to stuff on a weekly basis. I'll throw on the the grill. I'll hook up the computer outside and you there you go. Beyond burgers. During a live episode, if sometime. you're if you're paying us, I will eat all of your not meat. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Why not? I'm not gonna Ron oh Swanson where I'm gonna go and take your fake bacon and then immediately throw it in the trash. I will actually eat. I will eat. The, Has anybody the, ever had fake bacon? Yeah. Bacon. I've never I'm had bacon. Have you? Yeah, is it's it good? Is it good? Morning stars bacon strips. Um, and Lauren's a, a big bacon fan, so um, I make the the Morning Star bacon again. Plug Morning Star. Right. For a podcast you'd like to sponsor, um, but yeah, we do like a breakfast scramble on the weekends where I'll chop that up, throw it in there, put it on the Beyond Burgers, get a nice vegan bacon burger. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, it, it's it's uh, it's it's. I was I was really sure we we tried the burgers first and i promise we will get to uh nxt takeover but uh wrestling's canceled we're 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 a topical podcast there's no wrestling i uh i tried the we had the burgers first and we we had two regular burgers that we did like actual meat burgers and then we had the the beyond burgers because we're like okay there's always an there's always a, a chance that we're not going to enjoy this new product we've never had before and uh, I would, yeah, like I said, pleasantly surprised. We did the, I we I grilled the sausages last night, and uh, and we had those for dinner. So yeah, really, really good stuff. Again, Beyond Meat, Morningstar, you know, yeah, we'll take the uh, we'll take a sponsorship whenever you want to throw one out there. They have uh, they have meatballs as well that go very well with both Ooh. spaghetti, and then um, you have to cook them all at the same time. So you know, a leftover meatball sub then the next day. Solid. So, I do love a meatball sub. Um, All right. So we got, uh, of course, NXT TakeOver this Sunday. Uh, Six matches on the the card. We're going to work top to or uh, bottom to top. 
uh, on the uh, on the Wikipedia, which I always hate when whoever puts that together doesn't. I guess they put them in the order they're announced, as because like I, I to me I would just always put the championship matches uh, at the top. But uh, here we are. We got uh, Mia Yim, Shotzi Blackheart, and Tegan Knox taking on Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez in a six woman tag team match. Uh, Ryan and I both have Candice. Uh, Dakota and Raquel picking up the win. Um, I just I feel like they've uh, kind of been working really well as like this evil trio, so to speak, and uh, and I I like them to keep that momentum going, and so does Ryan apparently. Uh, Matt, I'll dir- I will direct traffic. <laughs> All right, um, yeah, I think those three it makes the most sense in terms of you know what they're trying to do, storylines that they have going on. Um, who they probably want to push the most right away. Um, I love that other team so much. Shotzi Blackheart, one of my favorites. You know, I, I said that she would be the one that would kind of be the, the figurehead of NXT in five years if it were up to me. But I don't think she's just necessarily there yet. Um, so I think the build on that will be slow. Um, so I think the other team with Larray uh, at the helm is the one that makes the most sense for them to to push forward right now very good tim we'll go to you next um i'm also gonna go the team of candace Lorray, raquel gonzalez and dakota kai um mainly for the fact that i just think that the way that candace is is working right now with this new character um this is an easy way for a uh a newly acquired heel to find a way to sneaky sneak her way into uh uh, pulling the wool over somebody's eyes and getting the easy Duke. I think this is this is going to go a little longer and get some mixed tag action, perhaps. And yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that's uh, definitely on the uh, the upcoming agenda. Mark, your pick on this match. Um, count me in with you boys. I'm Team Larray. I think the I see the heels going over. Um, it just makes sense, I think, with the feud and uh, and also I wanted to mention. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart, man, one of my favorites. She has been for a while, and it's great to see her in NXT, and she's really going to do some good things. Yeah, and uh, and the bump she took, I think that was last week uh, on NXT. Good to see that she is not uh, injured um, because that was uh, that was a sick bump. I know that that kind of uh, blew up on on Twitter last week. Um, here in the uh, in the comments, Devin is also Team Candice. Yeah, I feel like this one. Uh, a fairly easy uh, predictor. Uh, then we go to the singles match for the NXT North American Championship. Keith Lee uh, defending against Johnny Gargano. Ryan and I both have uh, Lee retaining his uh, North American title. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't think there's been enough, and and you know, since since he won it um, to now, I, I just I don't think enough has has happened uh, to to warrant a move of that championship, Matt. Yeah, I mean, for me, it, not only that, like, he, he hasn't done enough with that belt yet, in my opinion. And not only that, but I think for Gargano to have that kind of title run at this point would be a little bit of a step backward. I think that Gargano is kind of primed to make the jump relatively soon. So I don't think that putting that type of, like, um, you know, NXT's version of a mid-tier title on Gargano makes a ton of sense. So, um 
I, I do think this is going to be a hell of a match. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it just based on what both of these guys can do in the ring. But at the end of the day, it makes the most sense to keep that belt on Keith Lee for now. Yeah. Tim, how about you? Um, I've got Keith Lee by disqualification. I think Gargano's going to pull away and not necessarily uh, get beaten. Okay. Um, maybe get himself get counted out or some sort of nefarious means. Keith Lee will still walk away. Your United or your, your North American champion, but uh, uh, that's really all that matters. Keith Lee still be a uh, North American champion by the end of the night. Gotcha. Interim uh, Mark, how about you? Yep. Same thing. I see uh, Keith Lee retaining, maybe not necessarily by a pinfall, but he'll leave with the title. If it's the DQ. Um, Keith Lee's so good. I, I, a few years from now, I can see him in a main event at WrestleMania. He's got so much potential. Same thing with Johnny Gargano. Fantastic. Love watching his matches. Yeah, and and this is this is one of those ones because I know you know uh, there was a, a period of time. Yeah, thank you for lifting the salad there, Tim. Uh, it it didn't look great. Um, but uh, this is why you got to watch the videos, folks. If you're only catching this, I'm trying like, to eat over here. If you're only catching this uh, on the uh, on the audio side, you're you're missing some video gold uh, here for even if it's it horrible. Is, Horrible juxtaposition between the the image in the foreground and the the, the work in the background. Like sauce it. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to adequately spread my raspberry vinaigrette across my entire salad. You nasty. Schmucks. Ooh, that's a that sounds tasty. Um, so but uh, you know there was there was a little bit of like Gargano fatigue because it felt like he was kind of having the same match over and over. But when you're in there. Um, with a guy like Keith Lee, it 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 gives a different style of match, uh, that 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 we should be able to get here uh, out of these two. Uh, Devin also has Keith Lee winning here, so another uh, another clean one across the board. Uh, I'm gonna jump up to uh, Finn Balor taking on Damian Priest, um, a guy that that you know we met back you know when he was working with the Monster Factory. And uh, I was with shows uh, in it, at uh, Lancaster at the host. Uh, so it's always awesome to see a, a guy that, that we've seen years ago, um, you know, at, at, at this level. Ryan has Balor picking up the win in this one. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to go with a with a shocker and I'm actually going to go with Priest. Um, yeah, I think I think that they've uh, they've been trying to do something really special with him. And I think uh, getting a win over Finn Balor can uh, can really catapult him. In NXT, Matt. I mean, I do think Finn is in NXT to put over someone at some point that will be a huge shock. I just don't think we're there yet with Priest. Uh, I would love to see that. You know, like you said, we we got to call a lot of his stuff, um, do some interviews with him at, at LC slash KPW. <laughs> um, but. I just I don't know that that he's necessarily the spot that they use that Finn Balor loss for. Um, you know, if if it does happen, that's awesome. I certainly think he he has the potential to be someone that you can like launch up with something like that. I just don't see it, and I think Balor gets the win. All right, very good, Tim. Um, Finn Balor. Okay. Don't really care for the Archer, the Infirmary. Uh, doesn't really <laughs> do anything for me. Um, there's like four other big dudes that do better than him. So 
I don't I don't care. Fair. Are you upset because he's kind of like what Baron Corbin was in NXT? <laughs> no, because Damian Priest wishes he was Baron Corbin <laughs> at this point. He just Well, I mean, who doesn't want to be the king? I mean, bow and arrow fire guy. I don't care. I'm not here for bow and arrow fire guy. Like I'm I'm here for King Cor the King. The Kang. Kang Corbin. Kang Corbin. Uh why are you trying to make this about Baron Corbin? It's me about talking about Finn Battle Fergal. At that point, I mean he wasn't the king just yet. Can't be he was the man. Now he's the king. The wolf. He was the load wolf. He was. He was. And, and Tim, you're not. Amazing. You're not even really much of a of a Balor guy either, right? Uh, you know, I'm. I'm here for Dropkick Murphy. Like he's here. <laughs> he's. He's here right now. Um, I'm. I'm. I'm living. I'm living with. Uh, I'm, I'm happy with where he's at, but I'm not here for these insider shoot promos that he keeps doing, where he's talking about the boys in the back all the time and. Daddy, daddy, daddy. Like, no, nah, no one cares, man. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 in, in weird. Your, like, in your not the tool man Tim Taylor approved uh, bathroom match of the night. Uh, yet. I might. Yeah, I it's might just, it's uh, it's a you weird. Better make this first. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's it's really weird. Like, like wrestling in 2020, weird enough with you know empty buildings and stuff like that. But then you got like. You got AJ and the Undertaker coming out, call like, you know him. AJ calling Undertaker Mark and talking about you know Michelle and they're you know, and then you get the Undertaker documentary, which like they're talking about on ESPN and they're talking mm-hmm. about it on the Preston and Steve show on you know WMMR's morning show. Good old, um, good old Uncle Taker, you know, and, and and like now you're you're getting Fergal talking about the boys in the back, and it's just like. Man, like, if as if we didn't know that, like, you know, it's it's a show. Like, they just they just kicked that door straight open in 2020. I have a question for you. This is unrelated, okay. but how do you feel about uh, your favorite sports crossing over? As now we're apparently doing wrestling in a hockey arena. Because there's a lot of plexiglass <laughs> boards. Has anyone been cre- sent into them? Has there been like a? We, I haven't a, seen. I haven't seen like a good body check. We uh we we did kind of talk about the plexiglass, and it, we I think we all kind of just came to the agreement that like if this is how it's got to be, uh for the eventual return of fans in a, into a WWE crowd, then like it, it's just got to be that way. Like you know, my, I'm used to my favorite sport being you know having the fans behind a you know a plexiglass wall so uh i can i can get used to my, get used to my wrestling as well hey i got i i got used to and was fine with wwe with no crowd so um you know i'm i'm adjusting with it uh h- however it's being presented but you know it's you know they they they, 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 they like we were talked about last week they kind of had to like bite the bullet and just kind of deal with the oh okay they're taking aew's idea uh, with putting wrestlers in the crowd, but they put their own spin on it. So it is what it is. Uh, I'm I'm fine with it. Um, did we? Yeah, we we got all our predictions on this match, right? No, Mark. Marks. We did not get yours. Finn Balor or Damian Priest? Well, I think uh, I see Balor getting the victory. Maybe not necessarily again with a pinfall, but maybe through a DQ. Um, but I would really like to see uh, Priest take it, but I'm going to go with Balor. 
All right, so I'm the I'm the only one out on uh, Priest Island because uh, yeah, the plexiglass probably is is a welcome change for you though, right? I mean, it, it reminds you of the salad bar there at Haas's oh. with, the, with the sneeze guard, correct? That that is correct. Um, and you know what? I'm glad you brought that up, Matt, because Haas's is open now for carryout, but I think Ryan would agree we're not satisfied with just carryout. We want to be inside seated and have full access to that hospitality bar. Right, because, like, you know, I, I've eaten at I've even eaten at Hosses a few times, and at no point, like, have I just gone in there and ordered, like, a meal. Like, I've never gone in and been like, uh-uh, just burger and fries for me tonight. Like, it's usually salad bar, and then maybe I'll add a burger. Maybe I'll add, like a side of something, you know, it, it's, it's, I go for the salad bar. I don't go for a meal to Haas's. Hand to God. I, I, didn't, I don't think anybody know. does. <laughs> What's that, Matt? I didn't even know they had like meals there. I've only ever eaten the salad bar, soup and salad. So, I mean, if there are meals at Haas's, then I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah, Mark, I think yeah. one time cousin Brian told me a story about like the time that he got like gray fish from from Hosses <laughs> and I'm like, "Ew." <laughs> so like, That's you know, I, I think the only times it's like they had like a like a sweet chili shrimp for a while that I would get on top Ooh, of the salad yeah. bar and then like they would have like there was they had, in the summer, the one year they had like a 99 cent burger that you could get with your salad bar so i was like okay i can do a 99 cent burger that's fine um all right they let's a, a really good oh if you want to keep talking about hosses no go a, ahead a really nice a nice meal where you uh you got a fish sandwich during lent which was always something i looked forward to because it was a big fish sandwich so it was like three bucks and then you you got the salad bar add on for a little bit but yeah, it was pretty tasty. They do nice little add-on type things like that. Yeah. 99 cent burger and, yeah. Yeah, some, some sort of like an appetizer thing or something. But, yeah, I, I, when I saw Haas's take, I mean, I immediately thought of you, but I, I just I had to chuckle at the same time because it's like I, I don't I don't see. And, and again, you know, right now you, you got to do what you got to do, but I, I just don't see that being a big popular uh, go-to for people. I got to put Mark in a no. pickle really quick. Uh-oh. So uh, I'm ready. You have to sacrifice Hosses for the rest of 2020. Like you don't even get the option for carry out or anything. But Hershey Park opens tomorrow. <laughs> Do you wish goodbye? <laughs> goodbye, Hosses. <laughs> is that what this is? <laughs> He's dying up there. He's laughing. That's what it is. You don't All have right. to say anymore. I hate to, I hate to do it. But, uh, I hate to Park see it. But... It's, I hate to see it happen. But hey, if I, something's got to give, I, I'll go back to Hershey Park before uh, if I have to sacrifice horses for the year. Well, and know. and with the Hershey Park, you have the meal plan anyway. So at least That's until true. what? September, October, you, you could just eat at Hershey Park all the time. Yeah, I think, I think tougher, tougher question would have been Roots closes for the rest. Oh of the no! Park opens. <laughs> I think I'm, 
I think he froze. Would you? Would you? Uh, would you forego? Now that would break your your years long streak. Yeah. Would you? Would you? Would you end the streak for Hershey Park to open tomorrow? You know what? At this at this point, no, I wouldn't end the streak because I think we're getting close to Hershey being open in the next few weeks. Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. Uh, the streak has to stay alive. It so does. you'll put Haas's out of business for seven more months to get a two-week <laughs> advance on Hershey Park? <laughs> you degenerate man, you. Man, you're doing you Haas's just, dirty. You just can't wait to start your right. running tabulation of how much money you've saved by your Hershey Park experience. Look, this no is my idea. 75th day. This <laughs> my season's pass was worth 17 cents. <laughs> I love those. Right. I love those posts. I love them, though. I know. I, I miss those. I miss the Lou says if Haas is closed forever, he's going to boycott this show. We don't want Haas. Yeah, no, no. Gone. We don't We don't want it no, to go away, we just, Lou. We, we're, we're just, we're, we're seeing where Mark's. Uh, loyalty and want for Hershey Park to open lives. Unfortunately, trading lives here. I, yeah, we don't trade lives, but if we did, it's all it's all hypothetical here in three count we land. Found it is out all... that seven months of Haas's is less than two weeks of Hershey. Park. And I mean, he's already you're already you know you're already a good way you know into the year. We're we're part way into June now, so you figure it's it's a uh, it's a it'd be a small sacrifice to get to get back at. Uh, at Uncle Milton's Park, so uh, let's uh, let's keep plugging away here through uh, NXT. Uh, we're going to jump up to Tommaso Ciampa taking on Karrion Cross, of course, with Scarlet. Uh, Ryan and I both have Cross winning here. I, I think this match uh, should be really, really, really good. Um, I've loved the build to it. Um, I think probably one of the better builds to anything, uh, at least, at least in the empty arena era and um but uh obviously cross's first match uh here in uh, nxt so yeah i gotta lean carrying cross yeah same for me uh similar reason to to gargano versus lee i think this just kind of gives cross that push that he needs the new guy in uh champa's kind of you know we assume anyway close to being on his way up so uh, i think at this point he's just gonna kind of do the job for a couple people um you know get a win here or there to, to make it credible but i think this one makes the most sense for cross to win just and let's just keep scarlet happy please i agree uh tim how about you um I'm going Tommaso Ciampa because I don't really care about uh, Karrion Cross. Oh, um, wow. Wow. Big Jack tattooed entrance guy. Yeah. Dang. Fallen Dang. prey. You know, put, team him up with the Archer of the Infirmary. Let's see what they, <laughs> those guys. They'll really put some butts in the seats. <laughs> I think, honestly, though, Karrion Cross is going to win. If anything, Road Dog kind of tipped his hand uh, on the latest uh Corey Graves podcast minus Carmella, um, where Road Dog was like, uh, I see big things for this guy. He's like six four and he looks great and he does good things. <laughs> blah 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 blah. So sure. Tattooed fallen prey. <laughs> Scarlet Scarlet's guy. Scarlet's guy. Uh, I'm Mark. here for Scarlet. Good for her. 
That's it. Good for her. Uh, Mark, how about you? Oh, hi, Mark. I'm going. I'm, <laughs> I'm going with Cross as well. The more we can see the Scarlet, the better. And uh, I think it just makes sense as well. I'm a big Tomasi Ciampa fan, but I, I'm going to go Cross. Yeah, I, I'm curious to see if if Ciampa ever makes the move uh, to Raw or SmackDown. I know a while back he had said that he pretty much had zero interest in that, but. Uh, you know, time time will tell. I mean, obviously, we're we're still at least months, I would say, away from uh, from a, a a traveling touring WWE. So uh, maybe if there's a time to do it, the time is now for chomping to move. But we'll see. Um, let's go to the uh, NXT Women's Championship match: a triple threat, uh, Charlotte defending against Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai. Uh, Ryan and I both have Io Shirai picking up the win here. Um, I know we talked about how people have had Gargano fatigue. Um, oh, Devin has, uh, uh, cross as well winning that match. Um, I don't know about anybody else. I have Charlotte Flair fatigue, uh, because she is literally on every single WWE program that airs. Um, I, I don't know if she's been on main event yet because I haven't watched any main event on the award-winning WWE network, but um she has been on every of the the main three shows so i uh i definitely have charlotte fatigue and i think the 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 best option for all parties involved is to move the nxt women's title and uh i think uh getting it onto io shirai would uh just be fantastic so uh ryan and i both have io shirai um before before i make my pick what what award did the wwe network when you say it every week, and, and I'm always just kind of curious. Uh, I you know those award, like I did. I do think they won some sort of award, internet award, streaming award. Um, I, I'm not exactly sure. I think Tim might be uh, tackling looking that up. Okay, but I think I I think I do remember one of the first years of the, of the WWE Network them winning some sort of award for uh the the you know, some sort of internet service award. I have no idea to be specific, but I just, yes, Tim. So as of October, 2019, WWE and WWE network have been recognized for excellence in digital content by the Academy of interactive and visual arts with 14 total awards and two, including two gold medals and uh, 12 silver medals. Uh, this year oh. they were recognized for the variety of original programming, both, on the network and dot com, uh, on day of, um, the which won a gold award, and my son or daughter is a WWE superstar in Chronicle won silver. Okay, um, I'm trying to think what else won gold. Doesn't say. Let me see. But it has won awards. It has won awards. Perfect. So yes. They are award-winning, and if you needed reference points, uh, just go to WWE.com and just type in WWE Network Awards, and WWE.com has all of the W3 awards listed. There we go. See, Matt? Sure. Now, now, now. I wasn't, like, saying you're wrong. I was just curious which awards they had won. Razzies. They might as well be Razzies. I don't I don't <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, so n- now we all know, we all learned something today and we learned some of the awards that the network has won. Okay. Io Shirai. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. 
Uh, Tim, who you got? Well, when the sun is in the mo- in the moon's face, and I don't know, uh, Charlotte Flair, man, I, I just don't think it's gonna change. Charlotte's not losing, but she could lose the belt. So, oh yeah, there's know, no way. There's... I'm voting. I'm gonna vote my heart here, Io Shirai. I'm done. Like Io I'm, Shirai. I'm gonna go ahead and say that there is a zero percent chance that Charlotte Flair eats the fall. There, it's there's it, there. It is there's no way that's happening. Everyone, write that in. Charlotte Flair taking Charlotte. The Fla- yeah. So if you fill out a PW scorecard, the the question about who takes the fall definitely use Charlotte Flair. Uh, intern Mark, what do you got? I'm going to join the uh, the crowd there. The majority has to say with the Io Shirai winning the title, and I agree the same thing. I don't see Charlotte Flair taking the fall. Don't see that happening. Yeah. It. Uh, it. it it, she's Charlotte Flair. Like I, it's just, it's not going to happen. Uh, Devin has Ripley picking up the win and uh, and getting the NXT uh, women's title. And then the last match uh, here on the card, we have uh, a last chance backlot brawl for the NXT championship. And th- like, <laughs> it's not going to be as good as the Hollywood backlot brawl, but I'll take the last chance backlot brawl. Uh, if Velveteen Dream loses, he can no longer challenge for the NXT Championship while Adam Cole is still champion. Uh, so does Adam Cole defending against the Velveteen Dream. Uh, Ryan has Cole retaining, uh, and I actually have Velveteen Dream picking up the win and uh, becoming the new NXT champion. Uh, Matt. Um... I really don't know with this one. This is like the one that I just have zero idea how this finish is going to be because it makes sense to keep it on Cole. It would make a lot of sense to put it on Dream for a push. Um, so let's let's just put it on Dream. Something new. There we go. Uh, and even though I'm 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 a undisputed era kind of guy, but uh, I just think that. At at some point, the 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 power shift in NXT, um, you know, has to happen. And with the the rumor of more call ups and things like that, I I I gotta wonder if if the undisputed era might not be part of that. Uh, we've also heard there's also been rumors about how much longer Adam Cole will still be with the WWE. Um, I I think that's a lot of speculation. Uh, I I don't. I don't think there's a lot of meat on that bone. I really don't. Uh, but you know, I, th- there's th- th- the the rumor world is a buzz uh, around around uh, between like I said between call ups and potentially Adam Cole signing elsewhere. You could do the math where. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I like uh, I like that. Uh, Tim, um, uh, let me see here. Um, I can see NXT doing something really cheeky. And having Velveteen Dream win this last chance backlot brawl only to then lose the title back to Adam Cole on NXT, like on Wednesday. Okay. Uh, Especially since WWE is doing this thing that they usually always do. They're talking about the number of days that the person's been champion. Uh It's kind of a telltale sign that the title reign's coming to an end. (laughs) Because they have to tell people, hey, 
this guy's been champion a long time, like 365 days long. You know how long that is? A year. He can never lose the title then. Look at Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch went 365 and then she had a baby. New Day broke honky, or not the honky donkey man. They broke uh, demolition and they were done. As soon as CM Punk was the longest reigning champion of the of the modern era, he dropped the belt. Uh, when Miz started, you know, and he would talk about how many days he was intercontinental uh, champion, intercontinental like, champion. Yeah, <laughs> that title it, goes. It's only a ma- it, like this is it. Like Adam Cole, baby, is gonna lose the title, but he's gonna get it back like relatively soon because I just don't. To me, the money in Velveteen Dream is in the chase. The chase and the character. Champion. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Intern Mark. Is your Bebe on board sticker on your truck yet? Uh, yeah, the magnet. Yeah, it, it is uh, It is on the back of the, uh, the, the the tailgate. Not that the truck really goes anywhere right now. A car seat getting everything? <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Uh, you know, you got, got to give it time, I guess. Uh, Intern Mark. <laughs> Well, this one's a tough one, but I'm going to, I think I'm going to go with Adam Cole. Um, I can see both sides, uh, either Dream taking it or Cole hanging on. I think, I think Adam Cole's going to hang on to it here. Yeah. I mean, I agree with Matt that to me, this, this actually probably was one of the, the harder matches to predict. Um, Devin has the Velveteen Dream picking up the win as well. So again, uh, this one. Sunday night, seven o'clock on the award-winning WWE Network. So what there was, and I'm trying to remember. Like you said, that if they didn't use the old in your house set, mm-hmm. like so, that's an automatic, automatic F, automatic F for me. Don't okay. don't give me the logo. Like even the WWE logo at the top of the the, the poster is the old block logo. You're giving me you're giving me the old fonts, the old the old color scheme. Like, do not do not dangle this carrot in front of me at just just to disappoint me with like the same old like screen and setup that you do all the time. Tim, you muted yourself. Unmute yourself, Tim. I did, I did. I'm okay, now I hear you. Now I hear you. Yeah. So what if it was like a dynamic background of Vince McMahon's house. So it's a Jumbotron. It's the NXT Tron. But the camera is just set up at one McMahon way in Greenwich. One McMahon way. And you just see... I need to get a one McMahon way sign and just put it here in the background of the studio. L. I'm pretty sure that's like... I don't I don't know where he lives, obviously. But I'm pretty sure he's he's done that. Sure. I- street yeah <laughs> yeah one mcmahon way um if, if how about that uh d minus see already you're changing your rules. d minus no uh it's no not the old set no i will i will hold steadfast if they don't give me if they don't give me the old set or at least like if they don't give me a house like a house setup like because I, I think it was a triple h or tommaso Ciampa or somebody in, in an interview this week um hinted that it may be like a new take on the old set like if it if it is a house setup uh i i i will be okay like 
you know, maybe maybe the uh, maybe the the wood got too much moisture in it up there in the warehouse, and it got rotted, and they don't have the old set. Like, give me give me a house setup on this one. Otherwise, hard F without a doubt. Like, if they just give me a screen and and the you know, you can't do that to me. You just can't. I'll, like, I like I can't do enough people. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I do enough for you in a year. <laughs> All right. Speaking of NXT, uh, last night can't take any more disappointment. No, absolutely not. Um, last night on NXT was the finals of the cruiserweight championship tournament. Uh, Drake Maverick fell short of the goal. However, uh, was a was awarded an NXT contract um, at the uh, at the end of the show. So the million dollar question, and and uh, we will probably not know until ten years from now when Bruce and Connie get to actually talk about this on something to wrestle with. Um, but was the Drake Maverick release real or not? Like, that's like kind of the million-dollar question. And, um, you know, there's been speculation about, like, WWE is going to bring back uh, at least some of the release talent once business starts picking back up. Um, but... Uh, you know Drake Maverick, obviously the the, the day of the, the 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 big release, uh, you know was it sixteen superstars and the producers and all that stuff, um, you know posted the video and then you know stay tuned to this tournament. I got three matches left, and this thing has just kind of taken on a life of its own. So like the million dollar question today, and and you know it's people have speculated on both sides. Was he actually ever released? Uh, and it, it, it was for real, and they, they just kind of saw that there was value in him with the way people responded, or was his release uh, a work the whole time? Matt, your thoughts? It's it's tough to just sit back and say it was a work, because that was a very impassioned speech that he gave, so it, it kind of takes away from that if it was, um, just because he had so many people on his side. So part of me just wants it to not be for that reason. And they just saw the passion. They saw the the response from the fans and they were like, Hey, we can rectify this situation quicker than others. So let's, let's do the right thing and do that. So I'm, I'm choosing to believe that that's the case, whether that's naive or not, that's just how I want to keep that memory just because I mean, we, we talked about it on the show when that release happened, that that, that video kind of stuck out to all of us as, like, this is, like, the true impact of what's going on. Um, you know, not just with the virus and, and people losing their jobs, but, like, your dream being taken away from you for, you know, an unfortunate circumstance, if that's what you want to call, you know, COVID-19. So I'm going to say it was not um, just to keep that little sliver of believability for me as a wrestling fan tim how about you shoot or work um i can i pick a third option and say classless okay i'm 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 getting real surly in my old age (laughs) if you're gonna use the pandemic and people actually losing their jobs as an angle for your third brand of television. Shame on you. 
if you're going to fire a guy and have him work through his no compete clause thinking that he's fired and then you give him a contract afterwards shame on you period like we're we're talking about people at the end of the day like like it it's it's in poor taste if it was an angle and it's like it, it's really it's really carrot on a sticky if it was hey we're going to fire you but we saw what the internet did so yeah you're worth it dude when like everyone else is everyone else is getting just as much internet buzz being released as Drake Maverick the 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 good brothers rebooted talking shop they're about to create a new whiskey uh cardona and brian uh myers are doing the wrestling figure thing and they're still getting hot buzz and cardona's got the number one selling shirt on uh pro wrestling tees of all of all of them you've got uh rusev just everybody's just waiting for Rusev to say anything wrestling related. So sure. instead he's sitting at home and he's streaming video games like a champ. Oh, is he really? Yeah. He's on Twitch. Nice. I can't compete. Like, what am I going to do? Like <laughs> all these wrestlers are on Twitch. Now Adam Cole's on Twitch. Uh, Xavier Woods is on Twitch. Claudio's on Twitch. Alan, Alan on Jones Twitch. is on Twitch. Alan Jack. No, he's on Mixer. Oh, AJ that's right. That's Mixer. right. He's on Mixer. Yeah, he's on bootleg Twitch. Um, <laughs> but it, it's just, it's just good on Drake. Sure. That good talent is recognized, and I'm glad that he's got a job. I'm glad that his job was saved. If, however, however it boils down, but at the end of the day, like for me as a fan, like. I am a WWE fan, but this these last couple of months have been really qu- making me question things that I normally like didn't question about my favorite wrestling promotion and like should it be anymore? Uh-oh. From like from like a like a, a actual like uh wow uh, ethical standpoint like like i can i can excuse certain things but then like all the facts lining up i'm making it a big rant mark what do you think mark what do you, what do you got mark <laughs> work or shoot <laughs> well i'll tell you what but i think it's uh i really hope it didn't start out as a work i hope they well not that i like to see him they lose a job but i I hope they really did let him go, and then they saw there was value in him, as you talked about. And I kind of remember when Matt Hardy was let go years ago when uh, he had that issue with Lita and Edge for having the affair, and then they kind of brought Matt Hardy back. That maybe something not quite to the same degree, but um, yeah, I really hope it wasn't an angle they were they were pulling here. Um, Drake really, uh, when he was let go, seemed very distraught very heartfelt messages he was sending out and then last night when they gave him that the contract i hope he had an idea that maybe they at least said to him we'll look into seeing about keeping you on but that 
that was a very feel good moment last night. So, but all in all, I hope it was, uh, I hope it was not a work. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like it, it, you know, I, I would, I would hope, hope, and, and, and you know, if, even me, the, uh, the WWE apologist or however, however you want to label me, um, you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily put it past them to, uh, to, you know, put a shoot angle into this real life situation. But like, man, that would be, that would be really, that'd be really kind of messed up if, if you put one guy in the midst of a, a laundry list of, uh, of releases that ends up one of them being not, uh, not legit. So like, I, I I'm, I'm hoping that it was a legit release and then they brought him back. Um, like the only way I could like rectify it a little bit if it was a if it was a uh if it was a work is if Drake wasn't you know released in that long list the first day like if he was you know a couple of days later or the day before or something like that that it wasn't with that big group like the fact that he was part of that 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 big group that got released that one day uh, if that turns out to be uh, an, an angle, uh, that would really, really be unfortunate. Uh, Devin says he thinks it uh, it was a work. Um, Lou thinks that the release was real. He said it was a so emotional, caught wind, and they couldn't not they yeah they they could not not capitalize uh, on bringing him back. So uh, like, and he said the sad part is this is uh, there's all there will not be an EC three and Spud reunion uh, in Impact. So yeah. Uh, that that's a little bummer as well, but like I said, I I hope I hope 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 that uh, it was not a, a, an angle. Uh, just a couple of news items that we're going to get out of here. Like I said, it is not going to be a full two hour show this week. Um, was announced last week officially uh, on SmackDown that Matt Riddle will be moving to the Blue Brand. Um, who do we think uh, is going to be his first feud uh, or match, which however you want to. Uh, however you want to take it, who do we think is going to be his first, uh, first opponent maybe in, uh, in SmackDown, uh, Matt. I mean, I think it makes the most sense for him to like beat up a couple jobbers to start off. So, um, so that would be his first match or matches. Maybe, maybe his first like feud, like once he gets a couple of, uh, gets a couple of, of, you know, jobbers thrown at him enhancement talent if you will um once he once he ends up really digging into the um into the roster on smackdown who do you who do you think he uh goes goes after first um well i mean like gulak is still on the roster right yeah gulak's back i mean i, I could see them having a program um, that would be like a really good like wrestling program. So that would be my pick if I got to choose. Um, have him like get inserted into the whole Gulak Daniel Bryan thing that they have going. Very good, uh, Tim. Well, I mean, I'm going to agree with you about uh, the jobber. So um, it's going to be Cesaro. Oh yeah. No yeah. offense, but yeah, like that's that's definitely that's Cesaro right now. Cesaro's going out there and having the best matches with like everyone that needs a good match. WrestleMania it was Drew Gulak, and the Money in the Bank it was 
Jeff Harvey. <laughs> and now it's going to be Matt Riddle, bro. And like, they're going to tear it up. Like, there's no doubt about it, man. Uh, intern Mark, who do you got? I was thinking the same thing Matt was with uh, Gulak or Brian. I would like to see there's an angle with him. I think that would be great, great wrestling matches for sure. Um, I think it's going to be King Corbin. Um, you know, I think, you know, it's, it's, you know, he's, he's one of the, one of the bigger heels. Uh, Devin agrees with me. Um, you know, he's one, one of the bigger heels in the entire company, maybe the, the biggest, uh, on the, uh, on the SmackDown brand. And Frost, it's a, it's a loser goes home match. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, and like, here's the thing, you know, and I've, I was never a Corbin guy, even when he was in NXT. I think he's gotten exponentially better, uh, both in character and in the ring since his move to the main roster. Bald uh, Corbin is a hell of a lot better than receding hairline Corbin. Uh, yeah, astronomically, and uh, you know the, the 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 king of the ring, you know, has transformed him character wise, and and I think it would be a great. Uh, great launching point for Matt Riddle in, uh, in in SmackDown. Obviously, once he works through a little bit of enhancement talent just to uh, make him look legit uh, to the larger WWE audience. Um, we have seen over the last, uh, you know, obviously last week, uh, Kurt Angle, who was released uh, on the April 15th list of releases, uh, and it was believed that he was only brought back for last week's NXT, um, the, uh, the, the fight pit. Um, where he was the referee, but he was also seen on SmackDown to announce Matt Riddle's move to the brand. Paul Davis of WrestlingNews.co uh, indicates that Angle will be staying with the company, uh, saying if they haven't signed him already, he will, then they will make an offer to him soon. Vince McMahon does not want to lose him to AEW. While Angle won't be wrestling, the reports suggest he will be happy with a backstage role, similar contract to what he had before. Um, yeah, I, 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 and I think there was some, there was. A, confusion even on my part with with just exactly angle's status because i know he had been working as a producer and a lot of the producers were furloughed not actually released released but i know they the wwe had said they released kurt angle so i don't know if that was like just the the performer side of kurt you know they were i think that i was confused exactly with kurt angle's status but yeah it does kind of appear um that he'll remain with the company, so I'm I'm kind of I'm cool with that, you know. Kurt's uh, Kurt's solid, and and I think can help out uh, backstage. Uh, this piece of news that I saw, um, and, and and I noticed it when I saw the 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 trailer, uh, the teaser, uh, Impact Wrestling uh, on this week's uh, Impact on Access. They aired a video to tease the Slammiversary pay per view that take place Saturday, July the 18th. The video starts out with someone. Uh, in a hood, pouring a drink into a glass while watching a reporter uh, break the news that about over 20 superstars that were released from their contract. The video showed brief clips of Eric Young, the Bulgarian flag, which of course is a reference to Rusev, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson, Rockstar Spud, uh, Kurt Hoggins, Mike Bennett, Maria Kanellis, and EC3. These wrestlers, of course, uh, under the 90-day no-compete agreements at WWE, so they can't legally negotiate with another company. Um, but, uh, you know, they, they would all, uh, come up the, that release date was April 15th. So they would be eligible for impact, um, slammiversary. Um, obviously I don't envision all 20 of them or 19 because we know, 
uh, Drake Maverick is still in the WWE fold. But is there somebody out of out of those that were were teased? Uh, Eric Young, Rusev, uh, the Good Brothers, Kurt Hawkins, Mike Bennett, Maria Kanellis, EC3. Is there any of those that that you would like to see um, end up in Impact? Matt, we'll go to you first. Um. I mean, EC3 had had his thing already, so to see him return, I think, would make the most sense. Uh, so, of all of them, that would be the one that I would choose to make that happen. Tim, how about you? Um, so, my choice is actually the hooded guy. Ah. I think the hooded guy is someone. Okay. And I think the hooded guy is actually the aforementioned Kurt Angle. Really? Oh yeah, because he did do the the like the hooded jacket uh entrance gear when he was in uh when he was in Impact. Uh-huh. That would be an interesting twist. Like I I really hope it's Kurt Angle. Okay. Wow yeah I didn't uh I didn't even think of that from, yeah. from that but part. But either of way, it. like I think it'd be cool to see EC three go back and Eric Young go back and um, even, uh, seeing Mike and Maria sure. back. Um, I don't think it's the right spot for everyone who's released, but I think it's the perfect spot for some of them. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I don't think it's the perfect spot for the good brothers, for example. Um, I, I think that they would be much better fit in AEW or, uh, going back to Japan, which I think is probably the more likely, uh, of scenarios that they end up back in Japan. Uh, I do look forward to, it might even be that same date, July 18th, when they're, uh, or July 15th or something like that, when they're uh, the talking shop about their uh, their end of uh, the WWE situation comes out. That I is can't. going to be such a good listen because they've dropped a few hints about like how, you know, re-signing was the worst decision they ever made and stuff like that. So, um, I am very, very curious. I might even subscribe to their Patreon to like hear the lead in to that episode. So, uh, Mark, who do you out of these uh, potential impact, you know, new impact superstars? Well, I'll tell you what, I same thing. I can see almost all of them going over there. Um, aside from pro- the Good Brothers, I don't see that necessarily ending up there maybe for a one-off uh but ec3 and uh, eric young they could be nice to get them back to their, like, their home uh both of them i thought had so much potential when they were in nxt and just didn't really translate to the main roster which happens quite a bit um i'd like to see some of them end up in uh, the nwa as well maybe for a short period of time but I, every one of them I, i'd be very happy to see pop up in uh nwa or impact at this point yeah, out of, out of these, I mean, e- EC3 is the, the easy one. Um, you know, I, I, I think it could be interesting what they could do with, with Rusev, but um, when you lose Brian Cage, you lose some of your, your bigger talent. I, I, I kind of struggle with what role um, Rusev would play uh, in Impact Wrestling uh, at this point. I, I'd, I'd rather see him... Um, end up in in AEW uh as well but uh yeah I'm 
like I'm going to be paying attention to this as as it leads up towards that and like this may, may almost be enough to get me to uh to buy and and watch the impact pay-per-view. So, uh they definitely have my attention uh with this one. Uh just a couple of more things here. Uh we saw this past Monday uh Gronk dropping the 24/7 title to uh our, back to our truth, uh, and it is believed uh, and reported that uh, Gronk is no longer under contract with the WWE. He had a uh, a release uh, in his uh, in his contract where if he went back to the NFL, there was an out in his contract. So it appears uh, that Gronk is no longer uh, part of the WWE or their plans. So and even the uh, the there was a a match that was in the works for SummerSlam. Uh, in Boston, that obviously no longer is the case as well. Uh, but there was also some reports this week that uh, the locker room was not uh, not a big fan of Rob Gronkowski. Uh, that most were all superstars didn't have to deal with him uh, around WrestleMania because uh, he was more of a SmackDown guy. Um, it was noted and this was from Fightful.com that uh, those in the company they, they spoke with, quote, even those with a reputation of being easy, helpful, and good to work with all had negative things to say about working with Gronk after his WrestleMania fiasco. Um, the There was a scheduled spot, which was him uh, jumping off of the platform. Uh, it was a it was reportedly a two-hour, um, put the WrestleMania filming two hours behind schedule because he didn't want to do it. Vince eventually talked him into it. Uh, it was mentioned that one top name called Gronk a fucking clown who we are so much better off without. So uh, now Gronk cannot, cannot work with uh, any other wrestling company for whatever terms uh, his contract with WWE was. But obviously with him going back to the NFL, uh, it seems unlikely that he would do that anyway. Uh, but it would appear based on perception at least that uh, we will not see Rob Gronkowski back with the WWE uh, at any point uh in the future. Can't say that that news disappoints me in the least. Um, I'm just sorry, Jim, that you didn't get to watch Gronk while using your Gronk shaker um, and wearing your Gronk muscle t-shirt. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a real bummer. Uh, it really is. And, like, I, I feel like, and I understand, you know, with the with the pandemic and things like that, you, you, you know, you, you don't want to get more people involved in, in storyline and different things than you necessarily have to. But like, I feel like you missed what could have been like a cool opportunity, um, you know, for, for our truth to be trying to like sneak up behind Gronk while he's working out or something like that. And as we get close to the NFL season, um, a little cross promotion there, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to miss him either. Glad our truth is once again, uh, the 24 seven, uh, champion. Um, Last week, uh, AEW scored another win over NXT uh, with ratings. We talked about that last week. But uh, it was noted that they actually lost viewers during the Mike Tyson-Chris Jericho segment uh, at the end of the show, um, down to 822,000 from the peak of 869, uh, which was the Battle Royal. Uh, while it lost viewers for AEW on TV, the segment um, has been getting a lot of attention on YouTube. Uh, has already crossed over three million views and uh, and continuing to grow. I, I think the reason they probably lost viewers live 
is because you had the fight pit. And I saw a lot of people talking about the fight pit. Uh, I just thought it was a, it was an interesting note because, like you, you know, I think part maybe part of AEW's idea is you steal the viewers at the end of the night um, because you had advertised Mike Tyson's going to be on the show. Mike Tyson's going to be on the show, um, and then they actually had fell. AEW had won every quarter hour of uh, of last week, um, except for the quarter hour which featured Charlotte Flair and Chelsea Green versus Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley. So. Um, that one, uh, that one, it just caught my it caught my interest again. It, when when you you talk about ratings, you as we've said before, you have to account live, you know, replay, DVR, YouTube, social media, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and obviously, this did for AEW because you know, again, that was something that was getting talked about. ESPN, Fox Sports, things like that. When you have Mike Tyson, it, it's going to give you the attention. Um, and then the last thing I have here. Uh, during a recent episode of Talk is Jericho, Kurt Hawkins spoke about where his losing streak gimmick uh, came up with. He admitted the whole thing started organically. Uh, he said, some dirt sheet reporter, uh, it's something like Kurt Hawkins loses 100th consecutive match in a row. Uh, and he was getting tweeted and things like that. And um, he was actually supposed to beat Heath Slater on an episode of Superstars or something. And he said... Uh, he went to a writer and made him go to Vince and be like, tell him not to. It was at Barclays, and and here's w- probably the biggest shocker of the whole thing. Vince was going to give a guy a win in uh, in his hometown, and Hawkins is like, no, 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 no. Uh, let this winning streak go, uh, and he said, um, let's just see where it goes, and it finally picked up steam, and, and people had paid more attention to his matches uh, than they ever did before, whether he was in Long Island or Paducah or wherever. Uh he was losing all the time, and it got attention. Of course, he ended up uh, breaking the streak, but he was part of the tag team um, with uh, Zach Ryder. Uh, Devin, have a good night, bud. Uh, have a safe week. Take care. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just thought that was an interesting little story about how, uh, you know, organically, out of nowhere, the uh, the losing streak uh, started. Do you own that T-shirt, Jim? The the Hawkins with like the tally marks. I do not. I do not. I feel like I may have just opened myself up to a Christmas present, but I do not own that shirt. I don't even know if you can buy that shirt anymore. Uh, I, I don't know. I, well, I I'm looking. I haven't looked at the uh, the the clearance rack in a while because there hasn't been a extra percentage off clearance sale on the WWE shop in a while. Right. I mean, that just seems like the kind of shirt that you would have randomly just picked up on like a $5 Friday and just That's like another thing they haven't done in a while is a $5 yeah, Friday. They did do like the 5, 10, 15 a couple weeks ago because I almost bought my daughter the uh, the $15 Huskus plush toy and then just did not pull the trigger on that. Um, but it has been a while since they've even done that. And I'm certainly not paying $30 for a Huskus. <laughs> yeah um frank says yeah that's not really what makes wrestling good and fun let's see how many matches a guy can lose in a row i mean i found it to be kind of good and funny and apparently hawkins did too since he asked for it to keep going um i mean there's a winner and a loser and it's a and it's a pre-written show uh lou says hawkins he's a freelance on the indies and go on another losing streak um he'd pay to see it uh, yeah, well, I mean, that's, that, that's kind of tough, but I mean, it's marketability if, if that's how people remember, um, 
Frank said it's a failure on WWE's part that the fans are paying more attention to an individual's losing streak than any of any of the feuds match. Okay, I don't think that people were paying more attention to Hawkins' losing streak than say like the WWE title feud, but like when you have a three-hour show, because I think he was on Raw. When you have a three-hour show, if you know on one of the quarter hours or one of the half hours, uh, you know you are you you are attached to this losing streak that's now picking up how many how many losses in a row how many losses in a row like it's 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 entertainment like you know and and tell me you know tell me what other Kurt Hawkins matches or or time on TV that you love and remember from uh, his time in WWE. Uh, I I implore anyone, um, but uh, really I got I got nothing else. I don't know if anybody else has really, any. I know they're just shitting on Kurt Hawkins. Well, no, but I mean wh- whether <laughs> you can argue that he was maybe not he wasn't used properly or to his level. That's a different discussion on its own. But the losing streak that angle, I think people found to be entertaining once once it started to pick up steam. Like the angle in and of itself, I I, I think that you know, again it wasn't wasn't the most ca- like I didn't tune into Raw every week to go all right what match what match is Hawkins on is this going to be the week that he wins, but like you know when Hawkins had a match it's like okay well he's had uh, you know 110 losses in a row let's see if he can lose another one I found it to be mildly entertaining. Um, <laughs> if he said no, I mean, that's fine, but then you implored everyone. To think of anything that they that Kurt Hawkins ever did, that they enjoyed. Well, right, but I mean, j- there was that one time he was Edge. <laughs> uh, Frank Frank says, but that's what's notable about Hawkins that he had a long losing streak. That's all that made him interesting. And in this current time that he was with the WWE, yeah. So, like, whether whether or not he could have been used differently and better. That that can be another discussion, but that like looking at the losing streak angle because that's the part that he discussed with Jericho, like that was to me that was entertaining. So like, is Kurt Hawkins better than a one hundred and thirty match long losing streak? I think he's a better wrestler than that. However, as we all know and we've discussed for years on this show. With WWE, it's not just about wrestling. It's sports entertainment. So, like, you could be the best wrestler in the world, and it might not necessarily get you anywhere in the WWE. You know, it's it's about necessarily finding the, the hook. And I think Lou hits it right on the head here. He says he got TV time, and if you have a story in WWE, you're winning. Like, you know, and, and you know, for, for this for this situation, you know, he turned it into something marketable because it could have just been, oh, hey, Hawkins had 100, 100 straight losses, as like he said, as some dirt sheet guy picked up on, and he turned it into a storyline on on TV and merchandise that people bought, and he turned it into an, an eventual, and he, him and uh, Ryder ended up getting the tag team titles. I highly doubt that Hawkins and Ryder end up as tag team champions, albeit as forgettable of a run as it was, but they, they won them at WrestleMania in New York. I, I have a hard time believing that Hawkins and Ryder are winning the tag team titles at WrestleMania without this losing streak angle. 
So a quick question then on the merch, because I am curious, is there anyone on like the main roster at this point that does not have their own shirt? Ooh, that's a good question. That is a good question. Buddy Murphy? But didn't he have one with Blake and Murphy? I think he. I think that Blake and Murphy had a shirt. Yeah, I don't know. Because I'm, I know we were talking like last week or the week before of how like, like, and please play the merchandising after this, but um, just how much more of a role that's playing right now. Because back in the day, like, I mean, I can't remember ever seeing a, a Bob Holly shirt, um, stuff like that. But now it seems like everyone just has merch. So is there anyone that does not Akira Tozawa merchandising merchandising uh, looking around still. Oh, I feel like there may have been sparky plug merchandise, uh, yeah. way back at the beginning. Um, <laughs> it's tough. Cause it's not quite in alphabetical. order. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's a tough, one. that'd be something to, to look into. And Frank says he's yeah. more railing on WWE's creative, not Hawkins jobbing for a year. Uh, isn't particularly creative. Well, when you have a roster that is admittedly too large, it's, it's hard to find something creative for every single one of them. Um, and Hawkins found a way to make it make that creative for himself. So, um, in a way, it worked. Like, I mean, and I know it's, it's it's not the best answer because you know, and 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 now WWE's roster is smaller than it was before. Uh, right, wrong, or indifferent, but um, you know, it when you, you again, you have a roster that's too large. Um, so there, there will definitely be people that don't end up on TV and don't end up in angles and don't end up having merch that's marketable and, and things like that. Uh, but you know, I, I, I think it was, it was good on Hawkins to find a way to, to make himself marketable and, and get, get the, uh, merchandising, merchandising out of it that, uh, that he did. Um, but I, I have nothing else for the week. I don't know if anybody else does. Uh, if not, uh, Matt, why don't you lead off the uh, giving your social media plugs, and we're going to bounce out of here. Yep, you can follow me at Twitter at 3CT, the letter A, Philly as in Philadelphia, the number 8, so 3CT affiliate. If you follow us on Instagram, you know there is no woman of the week this week. We are still just kind of taking a break letting everything that's going on kind of take front and center. It would be pretty foolish of us to just kind of post as if things right now are going on as normal because they're not. So take some time this week. Um, you know, like we said in our post, listen, take in what's going on, do what you can. Um, try to be back next week. We'll see what's going on, um, you know, but, but we'll see. In the meantime, on YouTube, I'm trying to do one a day. We'll see. You know, it, it all depends on on how interested the wrestlers are in doing this. But since last Friday, there has been a new wrestler Mad Libs on the YouTube page. So make sure you're checking that out. Most recent one dropped today was with Valentina from uh, CZW. So um, give that a, a watch. There's six other ones as well. Like I said, Sunday will be the infamous 90 day fiance episode on the YouTube page that Mark uh, recorded last week. I'll let him talk about that a, a little bit, but um, you know, just stay safe out there. Speak up if you can. Speak up if you feel like you you need to or you should. 
Absolutely. Mark, uh, let people know where they can follow you and, and all that stuff. Hey, I'm on the uh, Twitter. Three count intern. Intern Mark. You can find me there. I tweet every once in a while. You know, maybe I'll try to go in and tweet a little more about the 90 Day Fiance, which airs Sunday and Monday on the TLC channel. But get ready for that big interview. And uh, those two and a half hours just flew by. <laughs> we had a great time. And uh, kind of like what Matt said at the beginning, if you don't really follow the show, I tried to explain it. And as we went, I tried to be a little more descriptive for the folks that may not be not sure what the show was about or or some of the characters. But it was uh, we had a really good time with that. I hope we can do something like that again. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I can't promise that I will watch the whole episode, uh, the whole two hours, or, or what have you. But uh, I will definitely check it out because uh, I am intrigued uh, by this one, Mark. Tim, where can uh, where can people follow you at? Uh, don't follow me this week. Okay. Uh, don't don't uh, educate yourselves. Uh, do some research. Um, look up what all the hullabaloo is going on. If if you've got your head, if you've had your head in the sand please pull it out. Um, if you listen to one piece of media and this is the wrestling crossover, please listen to a well-spoken eight minute video from who the wrestling population would love to be president of the United States, Dwayne, the rock Johnson, please listen and watch the eight minute video that the rock did on what's going on right now. If that's the only, if that's the only thing that you watch or listen to in regards to everything that's gone on since Memorial Day, and then that's just the most recent, um, like that alone should kickstart you into doing something else. Like educate if you can't get out or you don't if if you don't wish to get out or uh you can't get out to um, peacefully protest or anything like that. Um, look into possibly giving charitably to an organization. I know I've been doing research over the last three days, trying to find the right nonprofit organization to donate to. Um, I think I found one um, or two that I'm going to donate to, but um, even though it, it, the, the hashtag reads black lives matter, it's it's not just a black lives problem it's a everyone problem and that's the problem is that people see who it's impacting and they immediately go that's not me so i don't care or oh that sucks but it just sucks and we're getting past the point of it just sucking mm-hmm. and it's got to stop it, there's there's Venn diagrams everywhere where people are like in the middle and saying where things are, but it's like un- crazily one of the best people who said anything about this matter is Randy Orton, who has apparently come full circle, and he's he he adequately and rightfully described uh, and kind of fig- laid it out. For everyone who says all lives matter, they do. But until black lives matter, they can't. Right. So remember that. It's not saying that all lives don't matter, but black lives have to matter 
in order to make all lives matter. And and that's it. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to add anything onto that. Um the exception of you know you know our website threecountthursday.com. Like you you know where you can you can find everything relating to us. Um but I'm I'm not going to add anything. I think Tim you um you you hit that really well. Um so that's where we're going to leave for the week. Uh we will be back here next week. We'll be back here live. Uh we hope you have a nice safe weekend. But again, um it's time for is it is. It's time for action. It is time for action. It is time to educate and uh and we will talk to you next week. Stay safe guys.